everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Last week's episode was all about becoming someone who exercises more regularly or and or becoming someone who has healthier eating habits. There are so many people out there who want to have these things, who want to be the type of person who does those things, but is struggling to actually bring that into fruition in their own life. So last week was part one, which was more about changing your perspectives. Because if you listen to part one, you know, perspectives play such a big role in our actions and behaviors. So that piece is so important. But today, I want to dive a little bit more into the action-taking part of the equation. But even though this is the action-taking part of the equation, a lot of it's still going to circle back to what's going on in your mind because all that we do comes from our own mind. So before really diving into the action-taking part of this, I want to touch on your thoughts just for a second here. Because thought awareness is so huge and it is the main key to changing your behaviors. It's not the only key, but it is the most influential one. So paying attention to your thoughts and being able to shift your thoughts is so important. You can notice when your thoughts are going in an unhelpful direction and then reframe them and that is going to really help you have more control over your actions. For example, if you notice your brain is saying something like, and I don't feel like it, I'll just do it later. And you're able to notice that and you know yourself and you know those kind of thoughts lead to you typically not following through and doing the thing. You can then, once you catch yourself, reframe your thoughts to, you know what, I'm going to feel really good after I do this. I know if I put it off, it's not going to get done. I want it to get done. Let me go ahead and just do it now. And so if you're able to have that awareness and reframe things, you're going to be far more successful than if you're just living based off your autopilot habitual thoughts. So hopefully that helps paint the picture of how cultivating the skill of managing your own mind could be so powerful. That's just one example. But in your own life, start paying more attention to your own thoughts Notice when whatever thought is there, one, don't recognize it as truth or fact. It's just a thought. It could simply be a habitual loop in your brain. Notice if it's serving you or not, or if it's benefiting you or not. And if the answer is no, choose one that will. Okay, so that's my spiel on thoughts. But Going to the action-taking part of the equation of becoming someone who exercises more regularly, has healthier eating habits, and like actually does these things and in a sustainable way, not trying a diet for 30 days and hoping it's going to change your life or completely change your body. That's not what we're here for. I'm not in the business of quick fixes. Don't believe in them. So that's not your thing. This isn't for you. But when it comes to these things, becoming the person who does these things, you want to have a plan. Intentions are great, but they don't tend to get people very far. I mean, think about, have you ever had an intention and then a week goes by or maybe a month goes by and you're like, oh, I really wanted to do that. Still not doing it. You know, maybe you 
thought, I want to start drinking more water or I want to start journaling or whatever the case may be. And then weeks or months go by and you're still not doing the thing. The intention was there, but there was not an actual plan in place to make sure that that happened. And so now time is going by and you're still not doing the thing. And that doesn't mean anything bad or wrong about you. We just need to put a little more intention into it by having some sort of plan to help you see that through. So when we're coming up with a plan, just FYI, I'm going to move more or I'm going to eat healthier. That's not a plan. That's a really vague statement. And having vague plans, goals, intentions isn't going to get you very far. If your plan is I'm going to eat healthier, what does that mean? What, what does that actionably mean you are going to start doing? What is the structure and framework that you're following there? So we need to make it a little more specific. You want to have a specific plan for how you're going to start moving in the direction of exercising more or eating healthier. This can look like going from I'm going to move more to I'm going to walk for 30 minutes after lunch every day. We're going from I'm going to eat healthier to I'm going to buy a few fruits and vegetables at the store this week and add them to my meals. In both of those examples, the improved reframe tells you what you're going to go do, which makes things so much easier for your brain to follow through with. And when you create your plan, you want to think about your journey to becoming someone who exercises or eats healthier, more like climbing a ladder. You're taking it one step at a time instead of trying to get to the roof of the building just in one jump. You know, going from zero to 100 in one step. You decide, okay, I really want to be healthier or get fit or feel better in my own skin, whatever the case may be. And then you go, okay, on Monday, I'm going to have this full training plan, going to the gym six days a week. I got this full meal plan, eating all these super healthy foods, starting on Monday, healthy me, here we go. And I will validate that it can be far more motivating and exciting to think about doing a 180 with your diet and lifestyle and strive to eat super healthy and instantly become a consistent gym goer. It feels like we're doing something. It feels like we're making big moves to see the progress that we want. And the rigid structure, to be quite honest, also makes the decision-making process easier on our brain. But more often than not, that approach sets people up for failure. No matter how motivating it may seem initially, no matter how good the rigid structure or the framework feels initially, it does not tend to work out well for people. And if you don't believe me, just think about either a time in your past where maybe you tried that approach or someone that you know has tried something like that, trying to completely overhaul your eating and lifestyle choices. And aren't they still doing that? Or did they stick with it? Did you stick with it? There might be a few souls out there who did. And I'd love to look deeper into the context of those situations. But 
there's a really good chance that that's not the case. So rather than trying to change so many of your habits and behaviors overnight, think about it more as getting a system upgrade to your device. Instead of trading in an Xbox for a PlayStation, becoming this whole new thing immediately, the way you want to go about it is more like installing small system updates regularly as it's time for things to be upgraded. So again, instead of trying to make these big changes, trying to become a whole new device on Monday when you're motivated and ready to go, you're taking one step up at a time on the ladder where you're getting regular small system updates. So I hope my metaphors there are helpful in understanding on what tends to actually lead people to being successful and sticking with this stuff, which is the whole point. So thinking about yourself, your life, your current circumstances, and what your idea of becoming a regular exerciser and eating more healthy looks like to you, how can you start small and build upon that over time? And if you feel really unclear on where to start or how to create a specific plan for yourself, I do one-off coaching sessions specifically for this to get clarity on what your vision for yourself is. We get the context of what your life circumstances currently look like, and then we set a clear action plan for you to follow through with your goals. So if you're interested in that, I'll leave information in the show notes, but you want to make sure you have a clear plan, something that helps you see exactly what you're going to do so that it's so much easier to follow through with. But within that plan, we also want to make sure that you allow yourself to have flexibility. So another analogy coming at you, we want to be like water in a cup, right? Water is free flowing and can change its shape and just kind of be wherever it is. But the cup allows for the structure of the water so that it doesn't go all over the place. We want a plan to help you follow through with the actions that need to be taken But we also need to allow for flexibility within it. And that means allowing plans to change. For example, it can mean being able to change the when, what, or how long of your workouts if things come up rather than just not do it if you can't follow the plan to a T. Or it can look like having a plan in place for your meals but being okay with finding a healthy lunch option to order if you were in too much of a rush to pack your lunch one day. If you planned out a 20-minute walk after your coffee in the morning, but for whatever reason that doesn't happen, that doesn't mean it's a, a loss for the day or that you messed up and failed or whatever. We can just pivot. Can you add your walk to any other time of the day? Can you change the type of movement? Maybe you do a 10-minute yoga video from YouTube. Pivot and change the plan as needed depending on whatever the current circumstances happen to be rather than just letting it all go, not really doing anything if things can't go exactly how you planned or maybe wanted them to go. And I feel like we couldn't have this conversation without touching on motivation. And along with motivation, I like to throw in there resistance. That feeling of being unmotivated or just not feeling like doing it or feeling like you're struggling to get yourself to go do the thing. 
But something I want you to understand on a deep level is that initially feeling unmotivated or feeling that resistance to doing something doesn't have to mean anything. You always have the opportunity to notice thoughts and feelings and then choose your own thoughts and actions in that moment. So you can feel resistance or feel unmotivated, but then choose to cultivate thoughts and feelings that help you feel motivated. Or you can choose to do the thing even without feeling motivated. You can ask anyone who sticks with a certain lifestyle how they do it. How do they stay motivated? And the often answer is, I'm not motivated half of the time. But whether or not I'm motivated, I still do the thing right? Because they value it. They value what it provides to them. They value what it provides to their life. And so that's a really important concept to just understand that a lot of time people will say that they struggle with this because they don't feel motivated. But down to your core, understand that you don't need motivation to do something. You can feel resistance and still do the thing right? You are the one who has control over your own brain. And so if you are in that place, and so if you notice yourself in that spot of just not feeling motivated or not feeling like doing the thing, when it comes to whatever it is you're trying to get yourself to do, whether it's getting to the gym, going for a walk, going to the grocery store, cooking a meal, whatever it is, there are different tools that you can employ, Again, just as a general concept, you can shift your thoughts. You can notice your thoughts, notice what they're saying is not true, that eh, it doesn't matter. I don't feel like doing it. What's the point? I'll just do it later. I'll just do it tomorrow. Noticing those thoughts, noticing what those thoughts lead to, reminding yourself of why you actually do want to do the thing. And then finding thoughts that help you take action, which you get to play around with and see what works best for you. You can think about why you do want to do the thing or what you do enjoy about it. Maybe initially your brain is like, I really don't feel like going to the gym today. I just don't. And then you can think about, I want to be a strong, badass woman. Or it helps me feel way better both physically and mentally when I do it, whatever the case is for you, thinking about why you do want to do the thing or what you do enjoy about it. Maybe it's a really big stress reliever or maybe there's a certain exercise that you really like or a certain class you can go to that you really enjoy. You can think about how you'll feel after you do the thing, right? Instead about thinking about all the effort you have to put into getting to the gym or being at the gym or all the effort you have to put in to start cooking a meal. Think about how you're going to feel after you do the thing instead, right? It all comes back to what we're focusing on. Two things can be true at the same time. Not feeling like doing the thing and having reasons you want to do the thing coexist. And it's what you ultimately end up placing your focus on. You can think about your future self and what your future self will be grateful that you did. 
You know, will they look back and be like, I am so glad that I went to the gym yesterday. I am so glad that I meal prepped a few things. I'm so glad I decided to just cook the meal instead of ordering out, spending a bunch of unnecessary money, and kind of feeling like crap. You can also play around with creating some sort of reward system where you do something that you enjoy only when you work out or cook, such as listening to your favorite podcast, watching your favorite TV show, having a fun drink, non-alcoholic, not because you can't have alcohol, just going to the gym and then drinking alcohol would not be my recommendation. You can also play around with giving yourself a choice in the moment. So for example, you can ask yourself, okay, would I rather go on a walk or lift weights today? Would I rather do upper body or lower body? Would I rather throw together a side salad or pop some veggies into the air fryer? And a key component of actually sticking with something is planning for obstacles because we can live in our ideal world in our heads all we want to, but we are actually living in reality. So we can plan around the fact that we are human and life is going to life. We're not always going to be able to live in our most ideal scenario. So just knowing ourselves and our circumstances, we can think about what are some likely obstacles that are going to come up that may stop us or make it harder for us to follow through with the goals that we are setting out for ourselves. You know, maybe your plan is to go lift at the gym after work, Monday through Thursday. What might happen that will make following through with that tougher to do? Then looking at your list of potential obstacles, you can make a plan for what you're going to do in those instances. You can write, if blank happens, I will blank. If I have a last minute team meeting and I'm unable to make it to the gym at my normal 6 p.m. time, I can go for a 20 minute walk around my neighborhood instead. Or, Or I can do only half of my workout. If I decided I'm cutting back on alcohol and I know I'm going to a social event this weekend, if someone who isn't close enough to me to know that I'm cutting back on alcohol offers me a drink, I can make sure I have my own soda water and politely tell them no thank you. You know, think about what would work for you in these scenarios. So think about these things and think about what commitment would look like for you. We can enjoy the idea of being someone who exercises and who has healthier eating habits, but liking the idea is only going to get you so far, which is not very far at all. So think about why changing these habits and behaviors is meaningful to you and lean into really committing to yourself. Commit to showing up for yourself, to supporting the health of your body, to improving your mental health to feeling amazing, to becoming a better version of yourself, whatever is meaningful to you. The mindset of committing is a whole lot different than liking the idea or having the intention. So let yourself lean into that. And commitment, just FYI, because we need these reminders, doesn't mean that you need to be perfect, that you need to follow through 100%. If you need to re-listen to part one, go ahead and do so. But commitment helps you view things through a different mindset. 
It helps you view your own actions differently. And it's choosing to continue to show up. You know, understand you're not going to be 100%. You're not going to be perfect. And neither of those are ever the goal. And neither of those are necessary for whatever it is that you're hoping to achieve through exercising more and eating healthier. So to reiterate, because brains love a recap, an intention or an idea, not going to get you very far. So make a specific plan. It may feel lame or boring or textbook, whatever. If you want to see results, put those judgments aside. I get it. Make a specific plan and make it measurable. I touched on goal setting quite a bit in my Becoming Your Best Self episode, but you want to have some way to measure progress to have data so that you can get out of your head, not just live by whatever story your brain may be making up, but actually have data to look at objectively and through a neutral lens and also to help ensure progress is happening, you know, That's going to be, that's going to look different depending on what your goals and what your circumstances are, but you want a specific plan. Ideally, you'll have something that's measurable. Start small and build upon that. Allow for flexibility within that plan. Allow yourself to change the plan as needed. Remembering something is always better than nothing. Allow yourself to make adjustments if you notice something's really not working so well for you. Maybe what you're trying to do or the approach that you're trying to take isn't working out so well for you. And so while that maybe was your idea of what you wanted yourself to do, we can let that go and try doing something a little differently or take a different approach to it. Allow yourself to pivot and make adjustments. Plan for obstacles that might come up. Lean into commitment and pay more attention to your thoughts and work on the thought shifting. So my friends, that is what I have for you today. Here's to you becoming the amazing badass you want to be. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you shared it with someone else. I would love to hear from you and hear what your biggest takeaway was. You can email me or shoot me a message on Instagram. And with that, I hope you have a fabulous day and I will see you in the next episode.